Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Shut Up and Teach podcast. I'm your host, Elijah Carbajal. As a teacher, I know how important it is to stay informed and inspired. And that's one reason why I started this podcast. On the Shut Up and Teach podcast, we have honest conversations and purposeful reflections on all things educational with the goal of inspiring you to take action in your classroom. Whether you're a new teacher just starting out or you're a seasoned pro, we've got you covered. If it's educational related, we're going to talk about it. So be sure to hit that like and subscribe button so that you can stay updated when new content is released. Now, it's time to shut up and teach. This podcast is a proud member of the Teach Better Podcast Network. Better today, better tomorrow, and the podcast to get you there. Explore more podcasts at www.teachbetterpodcastnetwork.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Hello, everyone. It's Elijah Carbajal here, the host of the Shut Up and Teach podcast. I'm a Title I reading interventionist and the author of A Place They Love. I'm very excited that you joined me today because I have a guest with me. My guest today on the show is Dr. Rick Jetter. Rick is the CEO of Pushing Boundaries Consulting, LLC. He is also the author of 10 books for educators, including the popular 100 Stop series. He is also currently the assistant head of schools at Maritime Charter School in Buffalo, New York. So glad you joined me for this episode. We get pretty real on this one, and I know that you're going to enjoy it. So thanks for tuning in. All right, everybody, here we go. You know who's on the show today. I have Dr. Rick Jetter, but... Surprise! We also have Tracy Taylor joining us as my guest host today. So welcome, Dr. Jetter. Welcome, Tracy, to the show. How the heck is everybody doing? Good. I'm here for tonight. I can't believe I'm here. I I love you guys. Yeah, we love you, too. Yeah, we love you, too. Love you, man. So... I'm really glad that y'all are tuning in to listen, and uh, this I know this is going to be a great podcast episode. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for a while, so let's get right into it. So, uh, Rick, tell us a little bit about what you're focused on right now. Uh, bullshit. Focused. All right. Let's dive, into, bullshit. let's dive into bullshit. Let's go. Yeah. It. You want to talk about bullshit? So. I <laughs> I realize I just gave our listeners a very vivid image when I said, let's dive well, we've, we've had enough, right? Yes, I mean, yeah, look at educators, look at students, educators, parents, consultants, right? Speakers, uh, motivational speak. Everybody's had enough of the bullshit. Yeah. And uh, we want to talk about it. So at Pushing Boundaries, we're, you know, we're committed to now taking what we've done before, which we thought was pithy, right? That's the stop series, right? Yeah. The stop series. Yeah. Like we've got a book for teachers and you both are our our authors. Contributed to that. Yeah. We contributed to that. So yeah. And thanks again for bringing us onto that because that was one of the first, well, that was one of the first, uh, like books that I'd contribute, like I'd contributed to other books as like a contributing 
like this small little piece, but that was like the first, like, here's your own chapter of a book that I got to be a part of. So it was really cool that you brought Tracy and I along for that journey. That was really awesome. Well, I mean, I mean, Doug Reeves wrote the the forward, right? Yeah. And then uh, Amy Fast, Dr. Amy Fast wrote the forward for the blue book, which is the school leaders stop the bullshit book. Right. But now we're getting like even, even pithier, right? We're like, do you feel like it's an onion? Cause I kind of feel like it's an onion as I've seen you go through this process of like, okay, at the teacher level, then at the leader level, now it's like at the systemic level, like, do you feel like you're peeling back an onion or like, no, that's, that's a really good, I really like, I really like your question. I think what it is, is we're peeling back our clothes. Like, okay, enough is enough. Like I'm ta- I'm ripping my shirt, right? Like the Hulk, right? <laughs> I mean, students feel it. Like I said earlier, right? Students feel it. Teachers feel it. Principals feel it. Superintendents feel it. There's politics. There's all this baloney that, you know, bureaucracy. And it, you know, what's funny is Trace, the, uh, the original title of the book was like, Stopping the bureaucracy and shit. No, we went, we, we threw that out. Right. Yeah. And we're like, stop the bullshit, the complete and other utter bullshit in education. And, and we like put a call out for stories and I can't even keep track of the emails coming in. Yeah. They're like, Rick, I've got a bullshit story. I've got one. Like everybody's, and I'm like, wait a minute. I can't keep track of this. There's yeah. so it's, because everybody has a bullshit story. Exactly. I have been disrespected at every single level in my career for the past. What is? I just finished my twenty second year. So yeah, like I that's mean, a lot of year. That's a lot that's of a, year. That's a you're lot like, of manure to shovel. I know, and you're going to retire soon. No. And people are going to be like, hey, Trace, <laughs> what do you think about education? And you're going to be like, oh, well, well, part of it was bullshit. Part of it was like the kids stuff is good. Oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah, I just yeah, had the dive, best year of my Yeah, career. I want to dive yeah. into that a little bit because yeah. like there is some bullshit in education. But let's let's get Could you be specific on some of these? Like maybe give us a little hint into this Ooh, of like what is some of this bullshit in this because the, the title of the book is Stopping the Complete and Utter Bullshit in Education. Is that correct? Indeed. Okay. So, like, what could a listener what, or listener, what could a reader, like, what are they going to learn from that? What kind of bullshit so, is going to be? Incredible? You know, that, that's, a, that's a great question because I am pro-kid, right? I love the kids so much. But the kids are different, too, after COVID. Like, post-COVID kids are different. And especially the, the – uh, a cohort that was like pre-COVID and then coming out of COVID, they missed like three years of school, right? Yes. And then they end up at us and they're like, I don't even know how to socially behave, right? You know what I mean? Like, so these kids are like, and I'm like, are you an alien? Like, what, (laughs) what is the matter with you? But I totally get it because they're just totally different than the pre-COVID kids who actually had school before school stopped and then started again. So we've got, so so your question is so great because we've got all these tiers of people, right? Pre, post, you know, during COVID, right? Kids and and, and teachers. And but the problem, here's the problem that I see. The states 
haven't changed. Uh, here's your state assessment. Uh, we're going to send it to you in a locked box. Um, here is your. Uh, uh, oh yeah, we have to. Uh, we have, we have to measure you. I I tested sixth graders this year for state testing. They couldn't sit in a desk. No. For the like duration of the test, like they couldn't sit. Yeah. On their laptop, like they, it was shoes off. People laying all over the floor, like they're they, they can't if they don't even know how to sit in a desk. But well, then, Trace, on top of that, then then they sent field tests. What oh, are field tests? Take, take this field test because we want to see what you might, what we might want to ask you in the future. <laughs> so oh, then the kids like piloting new stuff, like new so in New York State, they test you. And then, oh, you're selected for this field test and this one and this one and this one and this one. And we're like, like, what? are you kidding? Like, what are you kidding? They're testing the validity of questions. And I think they're still remote and they're at their house and they're bored. So they make, like, I'm going to make a new test. Let's test everybody. Do you yeah, know I have a degree that would let me do that? I have a degree for that. <laughs> One of my master's degrees is that, like, I could literally work for a testing company and create testing questions. Do I but you only, infiltrate you, as a spy? But Trace, you can you should do it once, right? <laughs> Not twice or three times. Like just once. Here's here's a test. Not four times. But I do have so so this is like this encouragement, right, to like stop the complete and utter bullshit, right? One of the reviews I read actually about our the book we put out with a hundred stop things for teachers was like, oh, the book was so negative, and I was hoping to get encouragement, but I looked at all those things as encouragement to like, like when you tell someone to stop, it shouldn't always be a negative. It's like no stop because this is why, and this is what we should do instead. So how like what kind of encouragement are listeners going to find from the stop the complete and utter bullshit book? Man, I, I love you for asking that question because I'm doing a keynote in Maine. Um, they want me to come in and talk about the stop series, right? And here here's my angle. There are two camps, right? Oh, we don't believe in uh, saying anything negative to children or um, you should not say stop or and no, no, well, don't use no. It's how might you do no give me a break and i i just don't believe in it and i i can't i can't i can't like even hang out with that narrative it's got to be about like cut the bullshit stop it out like stop it cut it out so why can't we say that to adults what's the big deal like stop ignoring kids ieps <laughs> like Ooh. Like, what am I going to I would rather you not uh, ignore that student's IEP. No, cut it out, read the freaking IEP, and do your job. Stop it. <laughs> you know? Or, or even to teachers, like, oh, yeah, I would rather you take that parent request and start this evaluation in the 45 days that you're supposed to do it. Like, I would rather, I would rather you, rather you do your job. job. It's okay to say stop. 
Okay. Like, I just, I, I'm so tired of people sugarcoating everything. So that's why we're coming out with this book is like stopping the bull, the utter, right? Wait, 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 what do we call it? The complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. In education. I so I feel like we've kind of had that conversation, the two of us here lately. So I had to plan because I'm on like the instructional council for fine arts for our district. <laughs> And so, but I'm like the only secondary teacher who like had, there's supposed to be four of us and I'm the only one, like the other three positions are vacant because everybody else is like, this is bullshit. I don't want to do it. <laughs> so I'm like all happy, right? Like, okay. Like I got nominated to this leadership position. It's my turn to do it. And then I went, what the hell is this? So I have discovered that these people that come in and talk to us at some of these conferences and some of these like, you know, big PD meetings and stuff, how much they actually cost four, five, $9,000. I'm sorry. If an elementary calls you and you say it costs $9,000 for me to come and work with your teachers, that is bullshit. There's a chapter come from the education system. And you are charging the education system an absorbent amount of money in order to help teachers be better and teachers do things differently and, and do things better for kids. Like your pricing needs to be on point. And when Elijah started um, touring his book, a place they love, that was one of the things that we said, you are not going to charge a million dollars to go in and help make schools better. Like we will do this. I really respect that. I really, really respect that. I drove down to Kentucky to speak to the principals association. I drove there. Right. So I, I bought the rental car, drove there. It was like 1800 bucks. Yeah. I drove, I didn't charge 9,500, right? Like these people are nuts. And the in the schools that hire these people, they're they're nuts too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh well. You know, he's written you know this book, and uh, he should get you know fifteen thousand dollars. Are you kidding me? What are you doing? Well, and at some point, like (laughs) Elijah's book, like Elijah has worked with a school here in Albuquerque. And their principals, like, on board, bought the book for everybody. They read it. They did a book study. Like, they're seeing change in their schools already. Like, it's effective, right? Like, it works if you work it. But some of these, like, people where it's like, oh, we're going to pay you $12,000 to come in. They expect that to be a magic bullet. I am magic in a classroom, but I am not that magic. Like, that's, that's a whole level of expectation of, like, curriculums that become prescriptions programs that become prescriptions like this that's is the magic point. bullet that's gonna like yeah. fix everything and it doesn't happen that way especially when you deal with human behavior when you look back on on this last year or even this last season like are there things that are popping up that you're seeing where it's like oh this this might need to be a thing like do you reflect that way like how do you do your reflection? How do you do your goal setting? I'm a nightmare. Oh I, I, just, I mean, I I'm just a nightmare. I come home. I mean, sometimes there are 15-hour days, right, after a board meeting. And I come home. I'm, a, I'm completely exhausted. 
I haven't seen my family for I mean how many days? Yeah. Um. Right. We're working. We're, we're we work these long hours. I mean, how the hell can you reflect? It's like you're driving home and you're you just want to put on like a song. Look at everybody knows it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare until you have time off where you can have consecutive days and be like, oh, today's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> like you can actually count the days on a normal calendar. But I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know how people do it. And I don't know how I do it. I mean, I'm a nightmare. It's okay to say that. Yeah, to, like to your audience, it's like, I'm a complete nightmare. I don't know what planet I'm on, let alone day. Right? And, and well, your secretary keeps your calendar. No, it, it changes constantly. It changes by the minute. <laughs> like, everything changes by the minute. Because this kid is in crisis. This teacher's in crisis. We've got to do this. We've got to right, run there. Uh, emergency. The, the, what, what? This is a good, honest moment that you're having here of like, sometimes I'm a mess or a lot of times I'm a mess. And it does make it difficult to reflect in those moments. But um, so maybe not reflection, but how do you find a way to recharge? Oh, that's a good one too. I really, you know what? And I'm going to say this. I don't know. I don't know. Like I even said to my wife, I said, like, I've got a 15 hour day ahead of me. I've got a board meeting and yeah. I come home. I haven't seen the sunshine all day. Right. You're in, especially when you're in Buffalo in the winter, you're like driving to work in the dark and you're coming home from work in the dark. And it's, it's like, what the hell is going on? I don't know. I really don't have an answer for you. Like, okay. But you know what I mean, no, right? I do. I do. And I think <clears throat> I think it's perfectly okay to have these conversations. We have a rule at our house. It's okay to not be okay. There you it's go. It's okay See? to bring whatever is crap, whatever's bullshit, whatever is you're salty about, right? But in those moments, expect pepper. Because we go. season everything, right? There you go. Yeah. So as we sort through this, like, okay, like we have an opportunity here. See, I I can handle negative and I can, and because I am the person who's like, like I use my negative, like, and for a long time, people are just like, oh, you're so negative. You gripe about everything. And it's like, no. I'm just letting you know, like, there's an opportunity here. Like, this is not working and there's an opportunity here. So and I, it and, sounds like there's things that are not working. You have an opportunity, but you just don't really know where to go to, like, get those supports, which is an opportunity for us to, like, look at. And it's like, oh, well, as content creators, as book writers, as podcast hosts, like, that's an opportunity. You're not alone in that boat. You are not alone drowning in that. They, there's no way. How many educators nationwide, globally? We're all like that. We're all in that boat. So good thing is the boat has snacks, and so we need to, <laughs> as creative people, we need to like sit down and put in the supports. We need to put in. We need to put it out there for people. Hey, I love this conversation. I love how honest we've been and how um, just authentic you are. So. Mm -hmm. 
been a great conversation. We're going to get ready to wrap up with a three-part question that everybody gets asked on the show. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Jetter, what are you listening <laughs> to? What are you watching? And what are you reading? I'm doing like uh, – I'm listening to Led Zeppelin a lot recently. I'm watching Family Ties, believe it or not. On Pluto. It's on Pluto. You can get like, there's like a whole Family Ties channel. It just goes on forever. <laughs> like it's on every minute. I love this. Yes. I mean, I'm a, I'm a nerd Zeppelin. with that. So we Led got Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin yeah. is what we're listening to. I've been listening yeah, to Led Zeppelin a lot in the, in the car. A favorite, lot. Favorite Led Zeppelin song. Go. Oceans, man. Oh, okay. Dope. I love it. And what was your third question? What are you reading, man? Your book. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I actually picked it up the other day before the podcast. And I was like, this is good shit. This is I, really good stuff. I think it's pretty good myself. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly think it's good. Yeah. I really I, and I'm not just saying that for the podcast. I, I picked it up. I've got I've got, right, like, if I write an endorsement for s some of the different authors, I've got them all on my bookshelf. I grab yours, and I'm like, this is, like, it's right to the point. Well, and you read the not, like, final mm -hmm. production of that. Like, you didn't read the yeah. final draft mm -hmm. until you got the book. Right. So, yeah, that's, I appreciate you reading it, because that, and endorsing it, too, like, that. You know, I'm having that Eminem moment where he's like, wait a minute, I got something to say. Stop the beat a minute, right? Yep. He's like, you know, yep. and so I'm having that moment here where I'm like, yeah, you better show some respect whenever the doc's brought up. So I just want to say thank you, first of all. So that's I've got it. I'm, I mean, moment. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, right? I've got I've got Whitaker's stuff up here. I've got Kubiak. I've got I mean, I'm looking at I've got some some Dave Burgess authors. I've got like four of theirs. I've got Andrew. I've got Murado. Okay. Um, I've got yours right there. And I grabbed it. I'm like, let me just like revisit it. This, you know, yeah, that's and, cool to be, that's cool to be placed in there with a nice stack. It's of a, it's a really nice, stuff. it's a really nice bookshelf. If I could, you know, like zoom my pod, my podcast over to, I mean, it's a, it's a great bookshelf. It's beautiful. Nice. And you're in there, man. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Jetter, how can people find you, man? How can they get connected with you, read your work, get in touch with the stop stuff, man? I don't know. RickJetter.com. RickJetter.com it is, folks. All right, man. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Tracy, thanks for guest hosting with me and hijacking the Thank you episode. so much. I, As so usual, I love you both, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> No, it's it's because it's it's expected now. If you're on the show, it's expected. Just just be prepared to hijack it whenever I call oh, you. Our listeners, I'm sure, enjoyed this episode quite a bit. So, uh, listeners, I just want to thank you for joining us on this episode. Um, if you liked what you heard, please share it out. Let a friend know about it. Uh, go give it a nice rating on whatever podcast app you use. And we'll just see you on the next show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Shut Up and Teach podcast. I hope that you'll check out previous episodes, and I hope that you'll share this with a friend or a colleague.